0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Shout hallelujah! Come on, shout it again! Hallelujah! Amen. We're so thankful you're here on a Saturday evening. We are bringing to the pulpit the man of God for the hour. Amen. We're so blessed to have evangelist Shane Burns with us tonight. What a blessing he's been to us for so many years. Preaching the word of the Lord, giving us a timely word. The Bible says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pitchers of silver and the value of a timely word. Over the years, I have watched God speak key moments, key words at key, key moments in people's lives. No one could have known. And you knew, but God. How in the world did that man know what I was going through? God spoke at a, at a at a right moment, at the right time, with the right word. We have a man that's here today that is a praying man. And he hears the voice of God. And we want him to come and preach whatever God has given him. Aren't we thankful for Evangelist Burns being here tonight? <laughs> Praise God. Come on, let's all stand and honor him today. And let's thank God for him right now with the clapping of your hands, the lifting of your voice. We praise you, God, for the man of God tonight. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, but the birds take your liberty. Praise the Lord, everybody. Aren't you glad you're in the house of the Lord? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, I'm so glad you look better than I do. To help Brother Michael out. Trying to help Brother Michael out. So proud, happy, proud for y'all. Amen. God bless them. Amen. Amen. See some new faces that I've never seen before. That's so awesome. Looking forward to this weekend, what the Holy Ghost is going to do. We might as well just have an old-fashioned revival this weekend and see people get the Holy Ghost, see people's lives change. Anybody still believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever? Come on, this can be the greatest weekend that the anchors had all year my God have mercy I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost I just want somebody in this house to release your faith this could be in the middle of all the chaos in the middle of all the confusion it'd be just like God to step in the anchor in 2020 in September and do something that's never been done all year if you believe that won't you clap your hands and give God some praise oh hallelujah hallelujah yeah hallelujah hallelujah amen what a great day to be in the church truly that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living god i'm glad to be a part of the body of christ amen aren't you thankful for the body of christ amen you can come together with people of like precious faith and bless the name of the lord that no doubt is above every name amen i greet each and every one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Elder Melik and your wife, so good to see y'all. Amen. All these familiar faces and all the preachers that are here, and to Bishop Bounds and his family, love them very, very much, and Pastor Cody and his wife and children, and one on the way, and I mean, y'all just keep having babies around here. I mean, I'm going to have to schedule a revival next year for like five days just to see all the new babies on a nightly basis. <laughs> Y'all lighten up. We're gonna have fun this weekend, amen? Bishop said you guys have been having an in-house revival, and uh, so now we're gonna have an outhouse revival. What I mean by that is, is you've been having in-house speakers preach to you kind of been doing, I said Brother Gio Giovanni has been doing a tremendous job and some of the other young preachers have been preaching kind of having an in-house revival and uh, so now you have an outhouse revival so I don't know what happens but we'll just see what happens (laughs) Amen It's been a while since I've been visited an outhouse but praise God Is that proper pulpit speaking? Is that okay? He said that, Bishop said that's okay Amen (laughs) Oh Jesus, I got a little messed up Praise God Amen, amen, amen. I sure want the Lord to visit us in a tremendous way, and we'll see God do some of the tremendous for each and every one of us. <clears throat> amen. Praise God. Are you happy that you're just here? You're happy. <clears throat> amen. i really like the atmosphere to shift right here before we go to the Word of the Lord. And I want a few people in the building, if you could connect with me in prayer. And let's just do this. I want everybody in the house, if you would, from even the even up here on the platform with me, I want you to lift your hands. And I want you just to worship God with your heart. Would you do that? Would you lift your voice and just magnify God? God, we love you. We thank you tonight. We worship you. We lift you up, Lord. You're wonderful. You're worthy. You're holy. You're deserving. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God, I want you to set the stage. I want you to set the stage tonight on this first night that God with the next few hours that we're together with the anchor. I want you, Lord, to set the stage for the anointing of the Holy Ghost to change us and challenge us. Let there be a prophetic word, God, that comes this weekend. Let God, your word, come forth as a two-edged sword out of my mouth. I want you to anoint ears. Let this church not be a normal weekend, God, tonight. I pray that you would shift us into the realm with the supernatural. I pray that God you would position us in this end time, in this weekend for what you're going to do, Lord. I want you to set the stage. Let angels be among us. Let powerful, anointed things happen with us, oh Lord. We open up our hearts. I just feel like praying right here for a moment. Lord, whatever you want to do in this house tonight, I've not come with the agenda. I haven't come here with any motives, Lord. I want to see the will of God be done. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to every family, to every home, to every ministry, to every God, every campus church. I pray that something would happen in this service tonight, that you would earmark this moment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that God, he would catapult this entire weekend. I pray that you would set the stage in the Holy Ghost. Come on, you feel what I feel right now. I pray that in the name of the Lord, that God, that every family, move us, God, in the place where the anointing God can flow. Help us, O Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. feels good in the house of the Lord. Amen. Woo. Praise God. Man, I'm going to do my best this weekend to stir the pot in a good way. Amen. Stir up your faith. Get some walls down. Amen. Some things have been hindering some of you from getting what you need from God. Amen. We're just going to have a good old-fashioned move of the Holy Ghost. Lives are going to be changed. People's going to be touched by God. Amen. No doubt the best is yet to come. Well, let me just say that again. If any unbelief would be in the room, the best is yet to come. I don't care what politics said. I'm telling you the Holy Ghost, the best is yet to come. I don't care what the spirit of the age says. I'm telling you the best is yet to come. Come on, apostolic people. We're people of the name of Jesus, covered in the blood. Somebody's just saying, agree with me right now. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah to God. Amen. The book of Exodus chapter number seven. I do give a shout out to the chemistry class. If you're here, Noah, William, Josh, Lakin, Eden, and professors, Mr. Toombs and Mrs. Bounds. Thank you so much for the beautiful picture that you put um, in my gift basket and all the snacks and the drinks. And uh, I have that picture right here. Thank you so very, very much. Amen. We won't go there. We'll go on with the word of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Woo, thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm sorry my family's not here. Uh, We're transitioning. We moved to the city closer to an airport. Been flying more. We're selling our RV. I can't suck power anymore until we get another one down the road. So, amen. I'm just, it's just here. It is what it is. Amen. And we feel the will of God in that. So we're just trying to obey him. And that's really all we can do, right? Is just please the Lord. Amen. Exodus chapter number seven, verse number 20. When you find it, say, I got it. And Moses and Aaron did so as the Lord commanded, or by so obedience. And he lifted up the rod and smote the waters that were in the river in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants. And all the waters that were in the river were turned to blood. And the fish that was in the river died. And the river stank. And the Egyptians could not drink of the water of the river. There was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. And musicians of Egypt did so with their enchantments, and Pharaoh's heart was hardened. Neither did he hearken unto them as the Lord had said. And Pharaoh turned, if I say turned, and went into his house. Pharaoh turned and went into his house, Neither did he set his heart to this also. Verse 24, notice what the Egyptians did after Pharaoh turned and went into his house. And all the Egyptians digged round about the river of water for water to drink. For they could not drink of the water of the river. Amen. I want to preach this tonight. I probably wouldn't have picked the subject matter or this message for the service because of the crowds and different things of what's going on, but the Spirit would have me do it, and so I just want to be obedient tonight. I want to preach to you tonight the two choices when Pharaoh goes home. The two choices when Pharaoh goes home. How many of you help me preach here tonight? Yeah, I'm not really convinced. Come on. How many of you help me just preach here tonight? Amen. Clap your hands one more time and shout into God with the voice of triumph. Oh, hallelujah to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, Sister Shantae. Good to see you. I'm sorry I forgot your name. I had to ask your brother, amen, your name. I love you. Good to see you. Tonight's a critical night for you. In this service, you need to get something from God because it's critical. You're at a critical stage and a critical place. And I want to challenge you. I don't mean to embarrass you. I'm just trying to obey the Holy Ghost. But you're at a very critical place tonight. And you're here on this Saturday night. And God's marked this moment for you to get what you need from God. And any time during the message while I'm preaching, you wanna come and respond, I want you to do that. Okay, sis? I love you. This church loves you, all right? Amen. I don't know anything going on. I just feel quickened in my spirit. Tonight is a critical moment. Come on, I want you to lift your hands, church. The Holy Ghost is just moving in this house right now. Father, tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bind every lie of hell that's lied to anybody in this room right now. Come on! I don't care if it is a Saturday night there's a few of us gathered here tonight I believe the Holy Ghost is going to do something in this house I feel the authority of the Holy Ghost in this room right now I bind everything that's not of God whether human or demonic I take authority over it right now I loose the power of God in this room I pray that faith of the people of God would be high I pray the Holy Ghost saturate this place tonight come on, if you feel what I feel I want you to leave your voice I want you to pray in the Holy Ghost right now father do what you do best I want you to loosen this house tonight Lord that the power of your spirit would move in the name of Jesus come on anchor I'm not here by accident I have not come this weekend to play games I don't care what you're going through I don't care what hell you're facing and fighting we're gonna get some more in the Holy Ghost. Somebody lift your voice. Somebody clap your hands. Somebody reach out to God right now. He Woo my God. for a few minutes longer. Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, young people, lift your voice. Come on, mamas. Come on, daddies. Come on, let's pray right now. Let's touch heaven right now. Let's set the stage. For what the Spirit's gonna do this weekend, my God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's clap our hands one more time as we're seated. Let's give him praise. Mm. Many ancient cultures had great reverence for the rivers that watered their lands and were literally the lifeblood of their nations. It was to them their source of life. It was the same with the Egyptians. They considered the Nile to be the sacred bloodstream of the god Osiris. They believed that there were two gods of the Nile that watched over them and protected them. When God turned the Nile into blood and filled it with death, he was actually showing the Egyptians that his power was greater than all the power of their gods of the Nile River. He was declaring to the Egyptians that he was the only powerful God and he was alone God all by himself God is in charge and God was bigger and greater and he was above all their gods for no doubt he is the King of kings he is to us the Lord of lords and that water that was turned blood. That That Nile River that was their idol, God had turned that idol into blood. It was there that they derived so much benefit from the Nile River that they served and they worshiped it like it was their creator. But when God turned into blood, what they had turned into a God, everything changed. You see, Fish fish survive great in water, but you put fish in blood, they don't survive. Because environments matter. Places matter. Somebody say amen. 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 Close to what? One time was a life-giving source of water. The blow came for when God turned the Nile River into blood. It changed everything. The Bible said that the fish died and that water began to stink that was now blood because a fish can survive in water again, but not in blood environments matter and places matter god said that here that when the fish died the egyptians shall loathe or they shall be unable to lack the necessary means or physical or mental ability they shall loathe the water that is now turned into blood god kept his word he always does amen and i want to preach to us tonight that living in this world is a stinking life Living in sin is a stinking life. Living a life outside of God is a stinking life. Amen. The wages of sin are death. The way of a transgressor is hard the fish died because their environment had been changed how they had once lived how they had once fed how they had once survived and navigated through the nile river of the god of the egyptians that they served was instantly changed if you find yourself an environment that is sucking spiritual life out of you you would do well to change your environment if you find yourself in a relationship that is sucking the spiritual life out of you, you'd be wise to change that relationship. Not if you're married, because God can step in and heal that relationship. But if you're single and you're dating someone that is sucking spiritual life out of you, you'd do well to change that relationship because you need to be whole and you need to be complete and you need to be healthy. There are some things here tonight and some of us that need to die. There's some attitudes that need to subside. There are some approaches to God that need to change. We need to get a hold of God like we've never gotten a hold of God. We need to come boldly before the throne of grace in this time of need and start reaching out to the Lord that hears our cry. Let me just tell someone right now. If there's some prayers that some of you have been praying that you feel like that God is not hearing your prayer, I want you to know that his ear is not too heavy that it cannot hear. His arm does not shorten that it cannot save. God is still hearing your prayer. Despite you being able to feel it, despite you being able to recognize it, God knows exactly where you are. He knows it. God just ministered to somebody right now? He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly the storm that you're facing right now. And God would have me stop, pause here for a moment and tell somebody right now He has never left you. He has never forsaken you. He has been there with you through the thick and the thin, the ups and the downs. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody right now. You're in a dry time. You're in a dry, help me Holy Ghost. You're in a dry season. You've looked to the left trying to find an answer. You look to the right trying to find hope in the middle of your dry season. I want to welcome you tonight to an oasis that God's going to God, you got to help me here tonight. God's going to provide for you an oasis where you can find strength, where you can get what you need from Almighty God. I welcome you to a place where there's restoration and there's hope in the middle of your midnight hour. Let me just preach to somebody right now and tell you, you feel like that God's not hearing your cry. Let me just tell you, God's already working on the things you've been praying for, and just because it hasn't come to pass, doesn't mean that God is not there in your corner fighting for you all the way. There is something that God God help me right now Holy Ghost there is something that God is bringing together. There is something as if God is clicking and bringing some pieces of the life that you've been in together. I don't know where it is. I don't know how it's happening but I'm just telling somebody on the onset there's something you've been praying and asking God to do and there's been no sign of it. There's been no smell of it. There's been no hear of it and you don't know where it's coming from if it's ever going to happen I just want to tell somebody there are promises that are coming down your dusty road God is working on your behalf if you believe that will not you clap your hands and say "Yes"? Yeah. Amen Praise God Fish were doing well in the water, but when the blood came, everything changed. Blood is different than water. Blood is that bodily fluid in humans and in animals that deliver necessary substances such as nutrients and oxygen to the cells and support the metabolic waste and remove the metabolic waste away from those cells. It is that blood flows differently than water. Blood has that high resistance to flow. It's sticky and it's thick. Water flows freely, but not blood water is drink and put into the body but blood flows flows through the body that's why you need the body of Christ let me just pause and tell somebody on the internet that's watching that's not been going to church at all for various reasons I want you to know that you need the fellowship of the body of Christ you need the body of Christ you need fellowship you need to come together with people of like precious faith I thank God for technology but there's no substitute for coming together with the people People of God. I thank God for the ability to come together with people of like precious faith. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Come on. We're in a day and we hour that you need me and I need you. We need each other. It's in the body that the blood flows. You're going to get strength and nourishment. Some of you are weak right now because it's been so long that you gather together the body of Christ. Come on, you can social distance and wear your mask and be careful, but you need the body of Christ. I hope it's okay with y'all. If I just preach to somebody online right now. We need the body of Christ. We need to forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. We need to come together with the body of Christ. I preach to those that are on the fringes and those that are on the borders. I wish somebody helped me preach here tonight. We need the body of Christ more than we've ever needed the body of Christ. That's where the blood flows. Oh, somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. Amen. 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 But out of all of the things in our scripture text, and I feel like I'm struggling here tonight, but just hang on, we'll get somewhere in the Holy Ghost. Just bear with me. It was here that the Egyptians, when their God had been turned into blood, they could no longer drink from that Nile River. It was there that they began to dig around about the river. They were trying to tap into a water source. Evidently, in their minds, all the water that they could see was turned into blood but they perhaps thought that there was some water that was below the surface of things that they could not see. It's just like the Egyptians right now. They are searching and looking for something that they cannot see. They don't know where to get it from. They don't know where to experience it with. And that's why it's vital in 2020 that we, the people of God, tell the Egyptians where the water is, where the flow is, where the peace of God is, where the truth of the Lord is. They were searching for a sign of water, trying to find where it would work its way through the soil to get into their eyesight to see, not blood, but sea water. It was here that the Egyptians began to look for something to quench their thirst. It was that driving force inside of the Egyptians when they would come to the brink of the Nile River and they could no longer drink because it was blood instead of water. They could not get water to water their livestock. They could not get water to bathe their children or to bathe their bodies. And to them, it was to though that their God had failed them. Their flow had been shut off. Their flow had been stopped. Their source of life was gone. Their joy was gone. No doubt, depression had come. No doubt, anxiety had set in. They were lonely, perhaps fearful, because, for years and generations. Their families had went to the same spot, to the same place in the Nile River to get water to drink, water to cook from, water to bathe their bodies, water to survive. It was here that they had no other option. What do you do? What we had always done is no longer working. How we had always done it had no longer worked for them. They started digging, and they started digging, and they started digging. Their ruler had them in bondage, no doubt, for Pharaoh had them in bondage, now they could not get clean, now they could not eat, now they could not drink, they could not cook without water. And so they started searching, and they started searching, and they started searching to find a way to quench their thirst, to get way to get the dirt off of their bodies. They dug and they dug. Is it not like 2020 that there are Egyptians that are still digging? your neighbors are still digging hallelujah the co-workers that you work with are still digging their idols have failed them their money has fell them their health had failed them in a spiritual sense it's that day it's that mama that holds that baby out of wedlock that wakes up in the middle of the night quenching that baby and her daddy of the baby is no longer around and she's saying things like this is there still hope for me is there a better way for me it's the Egyptians uh, I want to preach and remind us of a lost world tonight that's still digging for hope that's still digging for truth they want somebody to know there's a better way. They want somebody to tell them there's hope in the middle of a hopeless society. Maybe it's a father that sits on a church board at a denominal church and he's saying surely there's more to this. Surely there's more truth to this. Surely there's a better way. Maybe it's somebody that's crying their self to sleep every night in depression and in a fearful stupor, not knowing where to turn or where to go but they're saying God surely. there's a better way and so the Egyptians dig help me Holy Ghost tonight they dig on Mondays and they dig on Tuesdays and yet no doubt God's performing miracles and no doubt God's trying to get the people out of bondage but the Egyptians are suffering looking for hope looking for restoration looking for a better way you'll find them with a gun to their head about to commit suicide you'll find them popping pills this may not be popular tonight, but just let me preach here for a little while. You'll find them with popping pills saying, I just can't deal with all the anxiety anymore. You'll find them drinking alcohol, drinking themselves to sleep. What is it? It's the Egyptians that are digging. They're looking for hope. They're looking for something to satisfy their thirst. And the longing inside of their soul. Let me preach to the anchor church here tonight. It's time for us to open our eyes and look to the fields that are wide already. It's time to lift up our eyes and see those that are hungry and those that are thirsty and those that are looking for hope and those that are saying, surely there's a better way. Surely there's a better path. It's up to us to tell them there is hope in the middle of their hopeless situation. Amen. Amen. Their God had failed them. Their job had failed them. Their career had failed them. They were desperate. They were thirsty. They were dealing with the stink. They were dealing with the stink that was in the Nile River. It was stink and filth. And Understand with me here tonight that they didn't understand what was going on. They couldn't piece it together. They couldn't figure it all out. But in front of them and in front of Pharaoh, Moses lifted up that rod and God had turned all that water into blood. They were dealing with all the things that life had gotten stinky and life all of a sudden that was normal now it's not normal and now it's difficult and now it's hard and those Egyptians just started digging they just started digging they just started looking for something and some way out and some better path let me preach to someone here tonight that you may have made mistakes but you're not the mistake it doesn't mean you're a mistake just because you messed up and just because you made a mistake let me just tell you quit blaming yourself, uh, that you're depressed and that you're full of anxiety and fearful. Let me just tell you, there's hope for you. There's some living water for you. Uh, and if you'll just taste it, if you'll just get a hold of it, your life will be changed here tonight. The deliverer is in this house here tonight. God has sent somebody that's in obedience to God's word just to let you know tonight there's a better way. There's a better path. You ain't gotta live the life that you're in right now. You have to be confused. you have have to be destitute spiritually and full of hopelessness and full of full of no 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 joy and no peace inside of your soul but tonight there is hope in this house tonight there is strength in this house for you amen praise god praise god and so they dug and they dug and they dug. But I want to draw your attention here tonight to the fact that there's something that they did not do and could not do until verse 23 of our text. And the Bible says, and Pharaoh turned and went into his house. And then all the Egyptians digged round about the river for water to drink. Let me preach to us here tonight. It was just like we are at right now. It's just where we are. We have a responsibility in 20 and 20. If the Egyptians are going to be able to find what they need, we got to send Pharaoh back in his house. What are you saying, preacher? I'm telling you, it's time to rise up and it's time to tell fear to get back in his house. It's time to tell intimidation, get back in your house. It's time to tell depression, get back in your house. It's time to put some things in place in the spirit. You don't, the fight that you're in right now, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. It is time for Pharaoh to go back into his house. And if we as the church of the living God, to get Pharaoh back in his house. The Egyptians can dig and find what they need. It's time for Pharaoh to go back home. I wish somebody stand with me right now and you just tell all those things that has been talking to you to shut up and get back in its house. Come on, don't tell me that the enemy's not been talking to some of you. You're going to tell Pharaoh it's time for you to get back in your house. All those lies, all that negative, all that hopelessness, all that fear, all that depression, tell Pharaoh, it's time for you to get back in your house. Yeah. Suicide, get back in your house. Depression, get back in your house. Because I'm looking and I'm digging and I'm trying to find me some hope. I'm trying to find me some rest. I'm trying to find try me some find some spirit in the Holy Ghost. I yeah. might clap your hands and give him praise here tonight. Don't be right there. Hallelujah! God. It wasn't the fish of the river that put Pharaoh back in his house. It wasn't necessarily that the Egyptians were thirsty that put him back in his house. What put him back in his house is that his musicians could not reverse the curse or the blessing of the blood of where the water had turned back into the blood. Let me just tell someone here tonight that the blood of Jesus still has the power to put Pharaoh back in his place. Let me preach to you tonight about the blood Oh, they're still power. I just feel like preaching here tonight. There's still power in the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood over your home. I plead the blood over your marriage. I plead the blood over your ministry. I plead the blood over your finances. I plead the blood over every spirit that you've been fighting and facing. And I say tonight on this Sunday night, it's time for the anchor church to arise and tell Pharaoh, get back where you belong. Get back in your house because the Egyptians are digging Come on, church. We need to walk in the strong man's house and bind the strong man and spoil his goods. We need to tell Pharaoh, get back in your house because the Egyptians are digging. They're looking and they're searching, but they're not going to be able to get what they need until a Holy Ghost-filled person rises up and tells false doctrine, get back in your house. Tells the spirit of perversion, get back in your house. Oh, I hope making sense here tonight. I feel like I'm struggling for some reason. I just want to serve notice to hell here tonight and say fear's not going to cripple us. Get back in your house. Come on, somebody needs to sit. that spirit of fear. God's not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound mind. Come on, you feel like you're losing your mind? You tell Pharaoh, get back in your house. You've got two choices. I want to preach to somebody tonight. You've got two choices when Pharaoh goes back in his house. Do you know what those choices are? Right. you got to come Sunday to find out. I'm just teasing. <laughs> you can be seated you got two choices when Pharaoh goes back in his house. What are you going to do? Here's your choice. Number one, dig, or number two, die. you got two choices when Pharaoh goes back in his house. Somebody just smile at me just for a moment. Everybody ease up here tonight. You're going to dig, or you're going to die. That's your two choices. Oh, Jesus, help me right now. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be kind here tonight. We, we got, we've got to get to the place. When Pharaoh's in his place, we got to take advantage of the opportunity that God has before us. Your spiritual life and who you are as a person and where you are right now is all dependent on what you do at this moment in your life. I'm preaching to someone's critical moment that you got to get to the place where you said, preacher, if I don't get something here tonight, I'm not going to be able to survive. you got to get desperate enough that as soon as Pharaoh gets put in his place, that the Egyptians say, mama, what are you going to do? i tell you what, we're not going to do, we're not going to die. We're going to dig until we find some water. Hey, dad, what are you going to do? Well, I tell you what we're not going to do, we're not going to die spiritually. We're not going to stop praying. We're not going to stop passing. We're not going to stop. Can I just encourage somebody tonight? Be not weary. Be not weary in well-doing. For you shall reap if you faint not. Somebody's reaching and coming to a place of reaping. But you got to make up your mind. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to keep on digging. I'm going to keep on fasting. I'm going to keep on reaching. I'm going to keep on working. I'm gonna dig out some old wells of my father. I'm gonna dig out some old cisterns. I'm gonna dig out some pests. I'm gonna dig out some things to the place where I can say, you know what, Lord? I don't care if I die digging, but I'm gonna dig or I'm gonna die. I don't care if I end up in a place where I'm hot and sweaty and I'm upset and frustrated. There's one thing I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna sit around and say, poor old me, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get out of the mess that I'm in? No, no, no. I'm gonna get my hands to the plow I'm not going to look back and I'm going to start digging up those wells. Where are the Isaacs that will dig again the wells of your father? I don't care if the Philistines stopped him up. I don't care what the enemy's done. I don't care what he's said. You got to make up your mind. I'm going to redig dig again the wells of my father. I'm going to dig out those old paths. Come on, somebody. I'm going to dig it up. You got to stir up the gift of God that's in you. Quit bowing down to that political spirit. Quit bowing down to the spirit of fear, but make up your mind. I'm gonna dig out some stuff, I'm gonna remove some stuff so the Spirit of God can have perfect liberty in my life. Amen. Lift your hands and love Him with me tonight. Would you do that in the name of the Lord? Hallelujah to God. Would you lift your voice and pray right now in the Holy Ghost? I gotta, hallelujah, I'm gonna dig out some stuff. Come on, you're two choices. You're going to dig or you're going to die. you got to dig up. you got to keep searching. you got to keep looking. You say, Mom, all the stuff's been turned to blood. There's no hope around us. Well, maybe there's hope below us. And they just started digging. Can someone picture with me tonight that it's a light that pushes back darkness? You are the light of the world. Come on, Anchor, you're a church. You're a city set on a hillside. You're pushing back darkness. But because you're pushing back darkness, it's provided away so the Egyptians can get what they need so they can taste and see that the Lord he is good First Corinthians 4 4 in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them our responsibility is to tell Pharaoh get back in your house Oh, Jesus. Pharaoh, get back in your house. Where's the last time you told the devil, get your hands off my family. Get your hands off my faith. You know you need to resist him, but sometimes you need to speak to him. When he come tempting Jesus in Matthew 4, he said it is written. He kept giving him the word. Where's the last time you stood up and told hell, God is God alone all by himself. I serve the one true living God. Where's the last time you told the devil, hey Satan, oh, I feel my help coming right now. Hey Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you? When's the last time when sickness came into your family and you looked sickness and said, sickness uh, get back in your house uh, and leave my family alone? Oh Jesus, help me right now, Holy Ghost. You need to speak to the enemy and say, let my family go. Get back in your house. I'm telling you there's a curse that's going to be broken tonight over somebody's family if you'll just arise. If you something arise in your spirit, and you'll tell Pharaoh, Pharaoh, I've listened to you long enough. I've been hearing what you got to say long enough, and I want to tell you the blood of Jesus is against you. And I'm gonna dig until I find me a well of springing up water. I'm gonna find me a place now. I'm going to find me a place at the altar, and I'm going to get a hold of God, and my life is never going to be the same again. I'm tired of letting people dictate to me how I'm not going to live for God, and that I can't make it in 2020. I can do all things through Christ. Some family, some daddy, and some mama, and some the sound of my voice, something is going to rise inside of you and say, Pharaoh, get back in your house, because that's me and my house we're going to dig a well as for me and my house we're going to dig a well God I feel the Holy Ghost helping us right now as for me and my house we're going to dig out an old well there's an old prayer meeting there's an old prayer warrior that God's about to raise back up in this church oh God Bishop, there's something under the surface that we cannot see there's something down below that we cannot see right Now, yes, Pharaoh's an anchor. You better hear me right now. In the Holy Ghost, Pharaoh is back in his house. There's something been going on. It's been pushing the enemy in his place. But it's up to us. What's below the surface? We've got to dig it out. We got to carve it out. We've got to reach. We've got to teach. We've got to plant. We've got to plant seed. We've got to dig up until we find a well that is springing up. That is springing up. I wish to God about five or ten of you would go to prayer right now in the Holy Ghost and say God I'm going to dig out some well I'm going to get carnality out I'm going to get the past out I'm going to get those things that's hindered me out I'm going to reach right now God and I'm trusting and I'm believing but God they can't drink they can't drink like that But if the people of God, if the people of God, if the people of God, if they do know their God shall be strong. If some people of God would say, you know what, I'm going to dig out. There's something under the surface. There's something, there's a current that's flowing under the surface. Pharaoh's in his house. Come on church, Pharaoh is in his house. Pharaoh is in his house. But we've got to dig out the wells of our fathers. We've got to dig out. Come on, Jesus stood and cried and said if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink and drink and drink Come on, somebody needs to tell Pharaoh, get in your house. I'm gonna dig. I'm gonna reach. Come on, leave my mind alone, leave my marriage alone, leave my ministry alone, leave my money alone. Tell Pharaoh to get back in his house and start digging Do you find a well. Come on, son, you gotta dig it out. Come on, some of you is cold right now in your spirit. Why? Because the enemy has stopped up the well in your life. He stopped up the flow in your life. You gotta make up your mind. I'm gonna dig out that well until I hit me a well of springing up water. I'm gonna dig out. That well, until there's a flow of springing water. I'm gonna dig it out. Pharaoh's back in his house, but I'm gonna dig. The Egyptians are still digging. Come on, we gotta find a way to get them to the water, we gotta find a way to get them to the nourishment that they need. Come on, lift your voice with me all over the building right now. I believe the Lord has sent, I want everybody in the building stand with no exception. With no exception, anyone. Everyone stand to your feet. I want you to hear the man of God tonight. He's right. And what God has sent him to say is is right on. And he respects me enough. He understands that in Ohio we have a lot of mandates. It's not like the rest of the country. But who would have ever thought that some of you that are in the building will come to church and be intimidated to praise God because of COVID-19 or mandates. How in the world, I'm going to tell you what I feel the Lord as your shepherd, who would have ever thought that you could come to church for weeks and never leap for joy, never shout, hallelujah, because you're afraid of breaking a mandate. That is the intimidation of Pharaoh we spread these seats out. we split the service up three ways to make it safe and still yet afraid to worship God because Pharaoh operates out of fear yeah. to not worship, to not clap your hands, to not stand up and say amen because scared to death of a disease, of a, of a, of a virus to come over you. Who would ever thought that your praise could be intimidated? But tonight, the Lord has sent the man of God in the midst of a pandemic. I will not be threatened by the enemy. I will praise him with all that is within me. I'm not gonna stop praising him in the midst of a pandemic. I will shout, I will dance, I will pray, I will leap for joy, I will get behind the preacher. We are safe here. We're not being unsafe in the house of God. We seat for a minute and say, I've come to praise him. I didn't come to church for any other reason. I will put the enemy in his place. Pharaoh will not rule my life or my mind. Come on, all over the building I want you to praise him. All over the building I want you to let go for a moment. Pharaoh will be sent to his house. My family will be reached. I will dig this out. It's not the will of God to be afraid. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. God has called us to be the church. It's not time to settle to some mandated praise level. Are you hearing me tonight? I know what he's saying. And what he's saying is true. Because you can't have true move of God without praise. You can't do it without prayer. You can't do this without fasting. And to come to church and fold our arms and not lift our voice means we are bound by the enemy. And I told the church a few weeks ago, if you let Goliath steal your Judah, you will become servants to him. But if you will fight in the valley of Judah and you will conquer and say you're not taking Judah, you will conquer the enemy in your family. The enemy that to get your ministry, do you believe this? Come on, clap your hands and shout, clap your hands and shout to the Lord. Hallelujah, I will not be ruled by fear. I will not be ruled by the enemy. Somebody shout, "I will not be ruled by the enemy!" Now you've got to ask yourself a question. Am I gonna to come to church and not give God the praise he deserves and let the devil win? It is not the will of God that we come to church every single week and have to be told, you're allowed to worship God. It's okay to get out of your seat. It's okay to praise him. It should not be that every week we come intimidated Pastor, what are we allowed to do in the house of God? Just do what you've always done. That's what I've come to tell you. Be safe, but do what you've always done. Don't ever go look over your life and say, well, I used to dance, I used to shout. You know what you need to do? You need to go ahead and put Pharaoh in his house and say, I'm gonna get some fresh water. i will come to get a fresh move. Come on, somebody get out of your seat on a Saturday night and say, the Lord has been good to me. Beloved. The Lord in this building somebody shout with the fruit of my lips amen he said I will praise him in the dance when in the midst of a pandemic oh magnify the Lord with me let us exalt his name together come on oh clap your hands all you people and shout with a voice of triumph, come on that's it, Pharaoh is not going to steal my praise he's not going to steal my worship, he will not intimidate me our best services have been when we break out in praise when we just loosen up How many of you have been intimidated at church services because of mandates and masks and and fears of COVID spread? Come on, be honest with the pastor. How many of you have been intimidated with church attendances? I'm gonna tell you something I'll never do unless there would be a breakout of some type of uh, 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 spread. But we're not going back to a place of only virtual church for two or three months. Not ever doing that again because we need to be in the house together. It might be in less numbers, It might not be in a crowd this size, but we need to worship together. Let us magnify the Lord together. Come on, clap your hands and praise him all over this room. I want you to praise him. Come on, I wish some of you would get out of the seat just for a minute and say, the Lord has been good to me. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. Brother Burns, the Lord's been good to me. I danced in my house and shouted over my living room. Now I'm going to ask just the other day, I do it here at the church every service. I'm going to ask some of you saints of God, how long has it been since you danced before the Lord? How long has it been since you leap for joy? How long has it been since you shouted to the Lord? It's not the will of God to lose our dance, to lose our shout, and to lose our praise because there's power when we praise him because he inhabits the praises of his people. The devil knows he cannot conquer a praising church. I want you to lift your hands all over this building and repent. And I want you to tell the Lord I'm sorry that I've fallen into fear God, there's a difference between fearful and being careful. God! Oh, Lord, I don't want to ever come to your house and not give to you what you deserve, oh, Father. Oh, Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that, God, you would forgive us as a body for not worshiping you with all of our might, all of our soul, and all of our mind. You've called us to dig. you called us in the midst of a pandemic to keep digging. Lord, we know where the river's are. We know where there's a deep well. God, it's in your presence. We need your presence. We need your spirit. Come on, the beauty. God, I will not enter this house without being thankful. I will not leave this house without giving you everything. God, in my soul, praise and worship. Hallelujah, everybody in the building. Oh, God, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for being intimidated by the enemy. Intimidated by the hour. Forgive me. Come on, the Lord is speaking to us. He sent the man of God to tell us we do not need fear ruling us any longer. I'm not going to be careless but I will not be fearful come on the Lord is speaking I will not live in fear I will not live in fear of dying I will not live in fear of a disease I will not live in fear I know who holds my tomorrow I will not live near the edge of the cliff but I will not fear what the enemy says he can do to me I am a child of God come on pray this I am a child of God I've been washed in his blood I've been filled with his spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost right now. All over the room. The Lord is speaking. God, I'm sorry for not giving you my all. But today it changes. I'm putting Pharaoh in his house. I'm gonna dig some things out in the spirit. My children need some things dug out in the spirit. Come on, all over the building. Come on, let's do what the bishop said, Do. Would you lift your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Come on, perfect love. Casteth out all fear. Come on, you need to know that God loves you. That God cares about you. He knows exactly where you are hallelujah come on dig out carnality dig out fear dig it out dig it all out God I'm not gonna live in fear come on yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil but thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me in the name of Jesus come on your bishop just got out his staff he walked to this pulpit and got his staff out that ought to comfort you. It ought to let you know that God's with you. It ought to let you know that God's fighting for you. It ought to let you know that God's working in your corner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Come on, let's wait on the Lord right here. You say it's different tonight. That's because God is trying to get us to a different place. He's trying to challenge us and motivate us. Come on, there is to be a reverting back to who we used to be. There is to be a reverting back to who you were. Come on, I will praise him at all times. I will bless his name at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. Hello. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast.